0: Michael Listali, Jim Dry Creek, go and the candy on your business paper knees. Dun the Mifflin. The People Persons paper Podcast. Dunder Mifflin. The People Persons paper Podcast. Dun the, paper podcast. Mifflin. the paper podcast. Mifflin. The people time out. Time, 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 time out. Time out.
1: Time out. Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast. My name is Hilton Price, and with me, once again, as always. My co-host, Brian Siller. Hello, good sir. How are you? I'm good. I'm ready for the love fest. It has been too long since we have sat at this table. It has been. To talk about this fantastic show. Y'all don't know how long it's been. It's been a long time. We've taken a few weeks off. You may have Some noticed liberties. the page has been quiet. We've had stuff yes. to, to go attend to. Uh, yes. Uh, Brian and I both busy, world-traveled. Um, yes. Movie-seeing. Yeah, movie-seeing, book-reading. Book-reading. Um, Work-going. Oh, yeah. Uh, other podcast recording be sure to check out my other podcast opinions like a holes with Michael Zampino uh, and whatnot so you know life happens yes it does and you know where it also happens is in the sleepy town of Scranton Pennsylvania <laughs> oh does it ever
0: and in the bustling metropolis of New York City the city's so
1: nice they named it twice. twice
0: if y'all didn't know that
1: Manhattan is the other name is it oh right that's one of the things that I, I never love. That. Uh, well, by the way, uh, real quick, if, if this is your first episode, uh, uh, Before why, we get any further. Why do you jump in on the 22nd episode <laughs> of a podcast? This seems a weird place to start, guys.
0: But you know what? If you're going to start with anyone, I like this one to start with. This is a good one. This, this is, is a great episode. This is, this is Hall of Pantheon kind of shit. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a love fest, like I said. Mm-hmm. This whole thing is just going to be me going down on this episode. Yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. Ho-
1: hooking up with this episode yeah. on February 13th. <laughs> I'm keeping it romantic. Because, of course, we are going episode by episode through the NBC (laughs) sitcom The Office, watching each episode in order and talking about it uh, just to fill your ear holes. And today, Mm -hmm. we have reached episode 16 of season two, Valentine's Day. Which debuted
0: February 9th. 2006, okay. my 27th birthday. I'm really? kind of happy about that. How yeah. nice. Isn't that nice?
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It doesn't really mean anything, but I like it. And did you say it was, it was 2006? 2006. Well, I'm going to check something real quick, because, of course, in this episode, we have Michael uh, standing at 30 Rockefeller Center.
0: We do. find uh, Spotting a uh, fake Tina Fey.
1: And it was, it, oh, well, here, uh, spotting a fake Tina Fey. Yes. But now, here's the thing. You said yes. it was February 9th, 2006. 2006, yeah. It, when, it,
0: when it when it debuted, yes.
1: 30 Rock came out October 2006. So that show wasn't even a thing yet. Tina Fey was still known for Saturday Night Live. That's hilarious. At that point. Which, of yeah, course, yeah, sure. films at 30 Rockefeller Center. Yes. So, I mean, yes. that's, so I, I'm pretty, sure, pretty so sure, is that right? She,
0: you, know, it, you know, it wasn't out of Michael's reference to think she wouldn't be walking around there. Yeah. So, yeah. But but there was no, this, this, this was no um, straight up reference to that. Yeah. Because it didn't exist yet. Exactly. Or did he
1: know it existed? Or maybe maybe 30 Rock was already being was it, planned. Was it planned and maybe in filming? And then? I wonder if there was ads for it yet. Tina Fey needs to answer this. Yeah. We should her have on, her. Let's get her on the phone. As our first celebrity guest, let's just aim high. I think she, I, I, she'd love it to be on a, our first
0: celebrity guest on, a, on, on an, an office, office podcast. podcast. I know. <laughs> we,
1: we talked about having Devin actually on, who was actually on the show. He uh, was. Yeah, he was on this episode, uh, apparently. He, he was in this episode? Yeah,
0: it's a deleted scene that we um, we've watched, I think, at least once or twice really it's during michael's uh, travails around uh, oh because he
1: sees him in new york doesn't he mm-hmm. oh yeah We a little
0: end uh, scenario post the halloween episode oh and devin ain't got over anything just yet uh oh yeah he was homeless he's homeless
1: oh. and he's gonna exact revenge
0: man on michael our beloved michael gary
1: scott and uh, and of course you know devin really only needs to just bide his time because in just a few short years uh dwight will hire him back incredible yeah he was always a good word always liked by dwight he was
0: that's true and dwight wasn't too big of a fan of creed so no no
1: yeah yeah you know and so probably didn't support the bow body movement probably not yeah even though creed liked it you know the rest of us liked it oh yeah for sure yeah you know and it's funny
0: uh for such a such an episode that I love so much, I don't think Creed is hardly to
1: be found in this episode at all. I think we see some reactions out of it, Just maybe.
0: reactions, and that's it.
1: Yeah, I don't but know. But, no. You I know who's know strong why. on reactions in this episode is Meredith. She is. She's all
0: about reactions. Mm-hmm. She, all, all she says is um, when they're looking at the card, and who's that uh, card to fill us from? Bob Vance. Vance, Vance refrigeration. refrigeration. I'm pretty sure that's all she says. Yeah. The rest of the shots are just her not looking happy. Mm-hmm. Her filling up her, her drinking. drink with yeah. vodka.
1: They really did a great job <laughs> establishing more about her drinking too much in this episode. They
0: really did. She's like the silent... She she kills, and she's completely silent the whole time. Because by the end of it, she's just on her desk Yeah, in the background. And those classic gold little moments that they, they, they find just to show her complete and utter... Um, uh, just, just her alcoholism, num- numbing, numbing to the world yeah. of Phyllis being overfond by Bob Vance, Vance frustration.
1: Well, and also we've got Michael out of the office all day. He's it's a in great. New York.
0: This is a sweeping epic episode. Yeah. Um. We, we get it's a great, and the two. I love how the two uh, scenario, the two places, or the two storylines, I guess we can say, yeah. kind of go together. Yeah. And just the differences, but somehow
1: it works. Well, we get lots of setup. Um, Playthrough, play, play, payoff. Yeah. And we have yeah. Pam talking, the very first yeah. talking head is Pam yeah. talking about how much she likes like Valentine's, Valentine's Day.
0: Day. Yeah. And this one goes right the way through. This is sort of like just the first scene. Yeah. This is one of those detached openings. Oh, exactly. Yeah, because it's, it's
1: not a cold open, unrelated to the plot. No,
0: exactly. It's a completely related to the plot. And because, you know, we, we can't even get it, we can't even make it through the cold open without Phyllis getting a gift.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's where she gets the first yeah. Bob Vance gift. And, and also, and that's going to break down Pam, so by the end of the episode, she doesn't, is not having a good Valentine's Day.
0: She is having a horrible Valentine's Day. Yeah. only thing she can look forward to is sex. The best sex of her life, so says At Roy. At least
1: it's the best sex of her life. I mean. Which, oh my God, they are such, they've done such a... Clear job of establishing Roy as this lackluster, unsatisfying, clueless boyfriend. Yes. Yes. Why wouldn't she like that? Yeah. Uh, but to make promises like that to to take the 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 suggestion don't buy anything big on Valentine's Day and turn it into don't do anything on Valentine's Day
0: exactly any
1: guy who's gone out of a relationship and has realized some shortcomings he made along the way can identify with Roy sure you know oh yeah sure whether it's whether you've you know had to try and promise (laughs) that you're gonna give her the best sex of her life because you ain't gonna give her the best sex of her life (laughs) or whether you know you're gonna fail at a holiday like that and and lots of People do, you know. Lots of people can't get into that kind of holiday. They, well, holidays they are good.
0: Well, they're good relationship break-uppers. Exactly. Valentine's Day is probably a number one on that list. Maybe Christmas. I don't know.
1: Well, sure. Yeah. But
0: but, but they are. I mean, it is it is. Uh, yeah, that's sort of. That, a lot of couples go through that
1: kind of thing. Yeah, and and a lot of guys, unfortunately, they they do feel that pressure. They do. You know, and they and they don't always rise to it. This Similar is true. to during Boys and Girls last week, we mm-hmm. talked about how Roy's talking about the oh they. They do want you to take them out all the time, and then they want to know when you're going to go on a date date. Yeah, know? yeah. Guys feel that kind of pressure sure. exactly. So, and know.
0: and after, uh, and they've been obviously they've been together for a long time since high school. Yeah, and you got to think that the you know, obviously they're way past the early you know, lusting and excitement of their relationship, and exactly. they've definitely gotten into a rut. Yeah,
1: you yeah, know, To so, put it kindly, and that stuff feels like a chore when it you're in does, a rut.
0: Exactly, but so. hey, so you know, he came up with something real quick. Best sex of your life. Uh-huh. You know, Valentine's because,
1: Day just, ain't over. <laughs> I love the way he says it so like smoothly, confident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I know, and then you know, the look on his face, and he's just nodding and looks smiling at her, and yeah. she's just straight up repulsed, and she's not buying it. You no, know, yeah. and and um, to add on to that was this is following her and Dwight. Her having to explain to Dwight about a gift from Valentine's Day.
1: That is such a great scene. I'd forgotten you know? about that scene, and
0: I love it because it's it's like I don't know if it's the the next scene that followed, like after Dwight's concussion, and yeah. they kind of had that scream time together. Yeah, and this is another. Uh, this sort of is the him, you know, finding him is not he doesn't have a concussion, but he's trying to connect with her, and. And he's so frustrated when he's like, hi, Pam, how you doing? Okay, good. You know, he, he comes in all, you know, like Dwight would. Yeah. And then he's, and she's like, you can't fire me because, you know, Michael's not here. Just, and he's like, just trying to just, he, you he know. He needs help. He needs help. But he, he doesn't know, know how to ask. Doesn't it. know how to ask. And, you know, he's still playing along like, you know, my girlfriend who will remain nameless. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she sets the play along and, and her explanation to him, you know that's a really good explanation. It is,
1: yeah. To talking about how it's, sometimes it's you the know, act of giving. It's gift. the gesture. The gesture, yeah. yeah. What it means. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's really kind, you know, and... and
1: <laughs> he snaps back into Dwight. He snaps back into
0: Dwight. Okay, shut up. I get it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, and just leaves her like, why the fuck why, did why, I help why, this guy? Why did I do? Why do I keep doing
0: this? Yeah. Why, why God, why? And then, and you know, and it, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good character trait for Pam there, having such a shitty Valentine's Day so far. Because by that point, I, I think... Phyllis oh, we... at least had like maybe three to four gifts. Oh, absolutely. That point, yeah. You know, including the bear.
1: And she's still, you know, and still, she's still willing to help someone. She's still
0: willing to help somebody. And, and, and
1: it works. I mean, that gift thing. he gives Angela, which is, I don't know that I would think that's such a great gift, just to give her a key to your place. No.
0: And his his whole I was like, and listening to his, um, you know, everything with Dwight is so primal. Yeah. And always, all of his sexual li- uh, liaisons oh. have to do with animals. Oh, yeah. It's always, you know, like when in Niagara, when he gets with, you know, uh, oh, what's uh, her
1: name? Oh man, what is I, her name? Pam's oh, friend, yeah, yeah,
0: Pam, yeah. Uh, it'll come to me, but I, he, Isabel, Isabel. Thank yeah. you. You know he's ravenous for making love. Uh-huh. You know? he, yeah. He definitely experiences things on a primal level, and you know, being on the farm, I'm sure it helps and mm-hmm. explain it. I've never looked at women like wolves. Have any of you looked at women y- like wolves? Yeah. Uh,
1: and my, uh, my animal needs dude, a lot of loving. Maybe, maybe Angela. You look at it like a wolf. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> she is I, a killer. Yeah. Well, she'll <laughs> fucking snap at <laughs> she you.
0: Will snap, she will break your head in two. Right? right. So he he definitely knows his um target girl and, and done and his research.
1: And you see that smile. She loves that. She gaffe.
0: loves it. Yeah. She melts right yeah. there on. Yeah, right there on the spot, and you're yeah. kind of like you see it and then you look at and you don't maybe you don't know how she's going to react mm-hmm. but immediately she loves it. Well, and that's really.
1: that's twice that episode that we see that little side smile out of her. Yeah. And we may have seen her that's see your... her smile more in this episode I... than most of the season.
0: <laughs> maybe the almost the entire series. Yeah. Yeah, you, you kind of get that was the other thing I noted. These two are actually human beings because when she gives him the bobblehead, mhm and you're like, "Oh my god, yeah, they actually are affectionate and yeah. you know, I guess we saw him hook up all well, their shoes hooking up yeah. in the uh, party, but, but yeah, actually gonna see and, and then she's you get the side smile, like you said, from her. And she legitimately and yeah, we've seen side maybe when he got the concussion now that I think about it, we've seen a softer side a little bit. But yeah. she's hiding it. Yeah, exactly. I mean it's always hidden, I guess.
1: Well, and that's I mean the both of them they're they're very much oh. Built into this mode that they've created of who they are and how they yeah. show themselves off to the world. Oh but... yeah,
0: how they're talking to each other, kind of like they're still looking at their things and they're not. They never make eye contact once, yeah. and even though like you know somebody rocked the house and yeah. gave Dwight the best, best gift, gift he's ever, ever gotten. Ever gotten. Yeah. And and you know, I'm, I'm with Dwight. I wouldn't think Angela would think Valentine's Day, would be into Valentine's Day very much.
1: But she is, and she she makes she clear is. that she wants a gift. And when she, she walks away, you see that. Dwight go from that confident in his response, oh, well, the day's not over yet. Oh, shit. You get yeah. to see
0: an oh shit look
1: from uh-huh. Dwight right
0: there. Oh, my God. He has God. no idea what, what to, do to, to do
1: for to do? her. <laughs> and I think, and, you know, to go back, we talked about how uh, guys uh, can identify with, yeah, with Roy. There's, and, pre- and there's pressure. I mean, there well, is. We can identify with Dwight. And. Uh, because so, how many times how, you how can you to... how are
0: you how many times are you can be able to say that on this show
1: yeah but we've all <laughs> been there where we didn't know what to get someone and that maybe it's not found maybe it's your dad at christmas maybe it's your your, your mom on easter but whatever it is you you're don't so, know what to get yeah. someone to show them how you feel and yeah, that's I know. that's a challenge and and, oh, and it is a is challenge for anyone in a relationship or, or has friends or family that's something you, you sort of have to think about when you're not under the gun this is true you know that has to be a random thursday where you're thinking like oh you know what you know, yeah. mom mentioned she needed this, and yeah. birthday's coming up in a couple months. That's yeah. a perfect idea. Exactly. You've you got to be open to that.
0: I, you, know? you do have to be open to that. You gotta, uh, it has to be an everyday kind of thing.
1: Because Angela, you know, that, that bobblehead wasn't bought that day. It was not. She had to have a picture of Dwight and send it to the bobblehead company. My or, God. You know, or did, maybe she's a bobblehead whittler. I don't know her <laughs> skills. I don't know her skill set. It
0: is, uh, maybe she, does she live in rural Pennsylvania as well? I don't know. Maybe it's just a whittling thing up there.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, do they whittle?
0: I'm not sure if they do, but the bobblehead eventually became a hit, not only on the show, but Mm -hmm. outside the show, because, and, you know, maybe NBC just didn't see it coming, but people wanted to have a bobblehead of Dwight. Exactly. And so they made some, and they actually sold them and stuff, like Mm -hmm. a limited edition, like people... Probably there's somebody out there listening who might have one. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, if well, you do, I, let I, us know.
1: I've got that head up there, which is a, have the a take of the Bo- Dwight Bobblehead. Yep. You that have was... the
0: beginnings of a Bobblehead. Exactly. Yeah, all I need <laughs> is the, the bobble, I guess. All you need is the bobble and, and the... Because now he just looks like a shrunken head, just yeah. sitting up there looking at us uh, wanting to say something. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know.
1: And it would probably be condescending if it was Dwight, what he was saying. He wouldn't like, yeah. Yeah. He probably, he'd, yeah. It could be a little, a little <laughs> condescending. The um, That was given to us uh, by a friend of mine, uh, Lauren Turner, comic here in Tulsa. Uh, Thank you, we, Lauren. We, we haven't had Lauren on the show yet. We should. No, we should. She's good people. I don't know if she watches The Office, but uh, she's funny and, and great. So well, we can, her
0: we can her. get her started on her journey. Yeah. Um, get going on that, because it... it what, yeah. couldn't hurt no can, couldn't hurt Just well and if it,
1: if it does hurt it's, it's it's gonna hurt so good it's okay. gonna hurt
0: it's gonna hurt so great like a John Mellencamp song oh my god once you make it to this episode you'll know you're home yeah <laughs> oh man and you know so
1: we talked about Pam uh, setting up for her disappointment and we, yeah. we also set up the Michael story we with do. the way that early on in the episode, he's talking about how it, it's Valentine's day and he's going to New York where he'll see Jan. He's going to kill it. But he would be uh, a raving is it? lunatic. Yeah. To, to, to try oh, anything. Such
0: a brilliant scene. Um, I, I love how he, I love how he goes back saying something like it's him. Yeah. And then, and then getting us the payoff of, you know, her words, not mine. Yeah. Sent me it's, an email this morning. The you guy know. is just so good yeah. playing. Sent me the email this morning, but you know, it's Valentine's Day. Exactly. York.
1: Immediately after describing how she explicitly wrote him to say, do not think this is anything more than it is, it's he's still like, but you never know. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's New York, city yeah. of love. Oh, uh, yeah. I know that's
0: what we all think when we think of New York. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Maybe in a way, not really, though, to me. And, and, you live there. You tell me. <laughs> well, and, and, well, and of course, what is it?
1: Philadelphia is the city of love.
0: Yeah, the exact brotherly love.
1: Brother, Oh, the city of brotherly, brotherly love. love. Okay. Yes. Oh, what is the city of love? Maybe that's Paris. I think Paris probably, France is the city of
0: probably. love. Probably, yeah. That would, but that it's not more New like... York.
1: No. No one. The, the big apple, the city no. so nice, no, it twice. twice. The city that oh. never sleeps. The city that yeah, there's about as close
0: to the love that you get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, hopefully you're having a good
1: enough <laughs> night in love that you're never sleeping. But you know,
0: maybe so. But I love his, I love Michael's. Uh, yes, he, but he has this grand, just grand vision of New York and even living in it. You know, being in corporate with Jan. And, oh
1: yeah, and well, and the, uh, all the, the restaurants in Times Square oh, named because God. of the good times you have it's while you're great,
0: there. Great. Oh, good time. Of course, you know, you know Rockefeller, yeah. <laughs> Rockefeller Center named it, after
1: Theodore Rockefeller. Of
0: course. <laughs> not John D. I yeah. mean maybe it is John D. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Know. The, the rain, you know, where the Rangers practice. Exactly. Yeah. On I don't the know ice, about yeah. It. I love it. Yeah, the know-it-all uh, tour guide tour guide who doesn't know jack shit. When he's lost, he's yeah. pointing <laughs> this is either the Hudson and, or, or the, the east. east, you know. <laughs>
1: Which but is he thinking about like the East River east or something? River, yeah, you know? the East, yeah, 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 yeah. I
0: got that. I was like, you know, they're not exactly on the same. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, there's just I love and and oh this and this episode includes um, I think the first time I was told an office joke before I had even watched it and I didn't get what he was talking about. Yeah, this is Bobby, our friend Bobby Peck. Okay, loving to death. And yeah, his first joke to me was, um, "I'm gonna go get me a New York slice." And oh man, and it's funnier to me now because we we both went to New York. We were in New York together. Yeah. And we had Sparrow at 4.30 in the morning. Okay. And I don't know if they did that on purpose or if that was just the closest thing. Bye. Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> And Sparrow, I think Sparrow started out east. And, and... It did. It was in Brooklyn. I, yeah. I just wanted to see, like, yeah. was it? I mean, yeah, it sounds like it could have been. And yeah. Turns out it was. Okay. You know? But by that point, you know, we'd, we'd been in Norman, Oklahoma, folks, and this is like four or five years prior, and
1: <laughs> a we went to Sparrow yeah, yeah. at the student union. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sparrow was one of those ones that I remember growing up, and I grew up on Long Island. And right, so you,
0: you, you maybe
1: Sparrow tastes better in New York. No. I don't know. <laughs> Sparrow was the place that I hated to go because you wanted regular pizza. Right, But Sparrow, the real deal. You have a hundred other options that are better. They always did a little too much oregano and stuff, on the, and oh. it was too seasoned for me as a kid. Oh, okay. I just yeah, liked yeah. your standard new york slice of cheese sure and uh you know because kids kids have those simple palates yeah yeah
0: yeah you don't want anything too complicated coming out of gate
1: and sparrow was the kind that you'd get at the mall like it wasn't like real new york pizza that's where we got it at our mall at at ou
0: yeah exactly (laughs) in the mall with all the with taco bell and whatever else we had Uh, at wendy's i think yep um yeah it was just another option like ooh, okay well they have pizza i guess i'll try that
1: but I mean that just fits Michael. Yes. along Like he, later, he's talking about bubblegum shrimp. Bubba Gump shrimp. Mm-hmm. It's
0: the heart of civilization. Uh-huh. Is all it's all
1: brand names. It's not touristy. <laughs> it's not in t- Times Square where he's surrounded by <laughs> billboards. You know, and
0: he derides people for wanting to go to the Statue of Liberty because yeah. that's touristy. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh... yeah Times Square for the good times you have in it, except mm-hmm. for all that other stuff that used to happen in yeah. Times Square. <laughs> maybe it's a little more apropos today since it's been cleaned up but yeah yeah i don't know about that yeah michael and man they could have done a whole fucking episode of michael in new york oh yeah it would have been it would have, i would have been entranced
1: well and they really showed especially because you get like three or four back-to-back talking heads or or, or voiceovers as they're just showing him where yeah. he went there way early oh yeah and he ended up just sitting on the side of a, you know on the sidewalk that's right. Because he didn't, by the end, yeah, he had nothing he, to do. Nothing
0: to do. Didn't really, yeah. But, but he, he he wanted to go there and see the sights. And yeah, you're right though. At the end, and then he's and then he's doing his uh, uh classic faux pas or a uh, faux remembering of the Gulf War and yeah. our dealings with the Iraqis. Oh, and we never have to deal with them how anymore. Storm and Norman Schwarzkopf and. He's Michael Jordan in the NBA Finals.
1: And, of course, he's talking about uh, Norman Schwarzkopf. Uh, you're talking about the Gulf War 1991. War, 1991. This comes out in 2006. We've 2006, been in Iraq for, for three years by this three point. Years you know? Yes.
0: <laughs> we'll never have to deal with him again. Yeah. Except that we're currently dealing yeah. with Yeah. <laughs> by the way. Oh, but we've all... You know what? I've actually... I, I try not to tell myself stuff that isn't true, but um, you do things to psych yourself up for... Uh, maybe at work even or when I used to have to give tours at the Statesman, I used to sort of visualize in my head, like, all right, it's time to go. Like, had to kind of get hyped up in my head, I totally made it up. It was I was like some rock star going outside the door, yeah. you know. But you do what you do to sort of you, Dwight kinda... Dwight in the car listening exactly. to rock music. <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah, this is that was my version of me listening to Kickstart My Heart. Yeah, yeah,
1: yes, exactly. And I do it too. You know, being a comic, especially sometimes you're out at a gig and you, you, you maybe you, you've had a drink. It's a long day. You've had to work. You're tired. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is be the center of attention. Right. But you know, you got to just be like, okay, here we go. Here we go, here we go. And you get out there and all right everybody, let's talk. You yeah, know right. you, you gotta
0: get, you, you, you gotta you get need, hyped. You need you need a you need a lift off. Because yeah. you can't just go in cold.
1: Exactly. So, well, and because it's psychological pe- completely, people respond to that. If you're giving a tour and it's Dude, unenthusiastic yeah, yeah. and they tell you're not interested, they're not going to be interested. They're not going exactly. You know, and same they're, with they're, the stage.
0: They were interested anyway, a lot of times. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? So you got to at least <laughs> try and give them like, something. Damn, why, why did I do that in the first place? Yeah. I needed to do it. I never really thought that. Uh-huh. But kind of later on, maybe you're like, damn it, why did I care so much? Okay, yeah, it's my job. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> but we get the, um, but yeah, we, we have Michael going around New York and, uh, one of the little, one of my favorite quotes of the whole thing is yeah. when he's comparing Scranton to New York mm-hmm. and how it's, you know, New York's like Scranton on acid. Wait, on speed, on steroids. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's almost like he forgot he was talking to a, a camera crew, and like, wait, a, well, how do you know that,
1: Michael? Right, yeah. Well, and of course, he probably doesn't. I mean, Probably
0: did... not. Oh, I don't think anyone's offered Michael drugs. Well, one, time,
1: one time, there was this girl that gave him a cigarette that yeah. he thought it might be closed cigarettes. She had a but... lip ring. Yeah. <laughs> and we're sure it was closed cigarettes.
0: But you know, you never know. Yeah, at that amphitheater in Scranton. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. we get some big reveals in this. Uh, I mean, it's definitely a monumental one because we get um, first of all Josh Porter. Oh high yeah, fi- high five. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. You know, and then the other salesman. Uh, yeah, Dan uh, Dan, Dan, uh, Dan, Dan Gordon and, from Dan, Buffalo. Yeah, from Buffalo, and then uh, oh, wait, wait. and then yeah. yeah, and then Craigers from uh, from Albany, from Albany, who okay. turns out to be a real shitty guy. Yeah. Uh, well, and <laughs>
1: Craigers. What's great about that is is not only we we get such great, and I'm sure we'll touch on this more as we, we get go through the episode, but yeah. um, not only do we have those moments of Michael shining yeah. where he, um, after the movie, he oh. pulls out the presentation materials. Yeah, He still has them. Yeah. They're <laughs> bound in everything. They look great.
0: Good for you. Right. Um, good, good for Oscar. Yeah. Thanks, Oscar.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's
0: definitely the one who did it.
1: But then Craig we see is not only he, they're kidding with him about being a yeah. kind of sleazy guy, gets yeah. get strip clubs. Strip clubs. Doesn't he's not prepared at all for the meeting. Jeez. We're once again seeing that not only is Michael Scott good in a pinch and yeah. can be a good salesman, yeah. a good manager, and good yeah. and reliable, mm-hmm. but there's already a guy who's might be worse.
0: Could you imagine that? Yeah. Who's more uh, uh who's who's much more uh even less um, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, Hardworking, committed. Hardworking can committed, or yeah, uh, responsible. Yeah, exactly. Like how?
1: How like even when he's told him, told to fire people doesn't even do it.
0: Doesn't exactly. Yeah. yeah, and and um, uses uh uses somebody else's and tries to you know oh th- totally
1: threw yeah, Michael totally under, the threw yeah. under the bus totally threw and Jan under the bus yeah and
0: and insubordinate essentially yeah. because I was like God the balls on this guy mm-hmm. just just throwing it in Jan's face I mean just you know talking to other people like that yeah like that's
1: yeah. Michael, why didn't he get in trouble? Well, he, yeah, why what he a get, yes. shit thing to say. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Why? Because when the movie was over, he busted out a legit presentation, Craigers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you didn't do shit. Gonna... I know.
0: It's funny, it's it's about the only episode too where we see David Wallace, first intro of David Wallace, who oh, I yeah. should mention, uh as kind of a, a real authority authoritative figure. Yeah. Because you don't know anything really about this guy.
1: Exactly. Yeah. We, we don't this isn't a character who we'll have seen dozens of times. This no. is our first he's he's strictly the CFO. Strictly Directly,
0: very like, and and he he did come from the business world. The guy could the guy I gotta give him props. He wasn't an actor. Yeah. I I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but um he's become an actor. He's done other other, other stuff, but mm-hmm. he plays this all naturally because he was an executive. Yeah. If, I don't know what business it was, but
1: yeah, but that that played, was his whole thing yeah, beforehand. I'll, exactly. I'll look him up while we're talking, yeah. and, and we'll stay yeah. we'll stay in New York for a few minutes. Here, we'll just go yeah. ahead and get a lot yeah. of this out of the way. Yeah, stay but. In, yeah. Not, not right. only do we have the great meeting between them, and 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 the, those motos, the, those moments of um, Michael shining, mm. like like okay, later. So. so so after Michael and Jan are talking in her office about what Craigers has revealed, yes. and Michael finally is like, "I'll make it better. I'll talk to him." When he goes in the office with David. He is completely professional. Exactly. This is our salesman. This is our busting out the financial presentation, Michael. This is that Michael, the one that deserved the job that we're seeing in bits and pieces. And he's talking very matter-of-fact to David. He explains that it was a joke and that it went poorly. And then in those moments, it's great. He makes a joke. He goes, oh, and then Craig is, you know, he's a, he's not the sharpest tool in the shed. But he is a tool. tool. And right then, David Wallace laughs. Yep. And and yeah. you see that moment where David is starting to have that soft spot for yeah, Michael. Exactly. And and that's going to I mean it's just a single moment. That's he's going still... to run out of
0: control eventually. Oh yeah. <laughs> but that's
1: going to be essentially how Michael gets through seasons four and five. Is uh-huh. that love and respect uh-huh. that David has for him? That uh-huh. he's a little offbeat, he's a little unconventional, uh-huh. but he works. And he's and he's successful eventually. Yeah.
0: And he's the highest. Yeah. Eventually, his branch is one of the, is the top selling branch. Yeah. Of any of them. Exactly. And he can't explain it. And I love how I, I wiki'd this a little bit, and I, I think Greg Daniels actually said that they wanted to use this episode as as a way to show how Michael could still plausibly be employed. Yeah. So by all the actions you're talking about. You know, that's what it is. Like he's, that's what it
1: is. He he's annoying. He's frustrating. He's he's got massive lacking communication skills,
0: lacking managerial skills yeah. completely. But
1: uh, when he when it comes right down to it, he can step up. Yes, he can. So and I mean yeah. that's he does the bare minimum.
0: Yeah, and he makes great videos on his Mac.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's not gonna <laughs> shop him around to festivals just yet. No. You know? Even though
0: he has a production company. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> great <laughs> Scott. Great Scott.
1: One of the best things I think
0: the show ever produced. I, I want to say um, I did see you two on on last week. Yeah, they didn't play that song, and I was really mad. Aww. I wasn't mad. It was okay. But... It, was, it was a good set list, though. I good. saw the set list. Dude, I loved I loved the name. Um, I loved how they described the uh, the video "Faces of Scranton." In case you're not exactly sure what we're talking about, yeah, uh, as overwrought. That's yeah. completely what it is, oh, and it's yeah. sen- sentimental. I think I think Steve. You know, he mentioned the iMac. I think Steve Jobs would have been proud. He's actually a pretty damn good editor. I'll give him that. Whoever edited that thing together was pretty good.
1: Well, and that's and that it totally reminded me of those kind of projects you do when you were a kid. If I'm thinking about you this more real life version, yeah, like, yeah.
0: What we're you gonna say like, like uh,
1: you remember like when you you'd, you'd make something you make videos like, of your friends, or, yeah. Like, but and you totally have the oh, if I had a production company, I'd call it I don't know like Price Productions or right, something, right, right. You know, and he does that. He, it's his heroes, yeah.
0: It's yeah, Steve Martin. And Robin Williams he shows his heroes. He's got has <laughs> <he's> got his <laughs>
1: name in there. He's got a little
0: great Scott. He's <laughs> got his, his little you know it's like, like a the little bumper or a little bumper, like yeah. uh, you know the like on South Park. You know exactly like, that's his version of it. Or like you yeah. know the guy at the typewriter like exactly. throwing you know. the MGM lion. You <laughs> yes, know, so. exactly. Oh, it's sit boo boo sit. Good dog. <laughs> good dog. Yes, yes. Yeah. you know he has his own little stamp on it.
1: <laughs> well, and because think about that, Michael is forty five years old, and this is about ten years <laughs> ago. But he was a kid who grew up in. The, the, the ages of the 70s and the no. 80s when those production companies had those memorable little they, jingles at the end did. of shows. And I'm they sure they did. still do. They you probably
0: know. do. We just don't, you don't have to sit around for them anymore. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, kids, can... you're missing out on a lot <laughs> that you don't know about. Right.
1: <laughs> but yeah, and then, so... No, that... that and Michael talks about uh, Jan and Valentine's Day in the beginning of the episode. We talked about how Jan is like, you'd be a raving lunatic. Right. And, but sure enough, in that scene with Jan and David Wallace mm-hmm. in David's office, after explaining to David what a uh how it was just a joke and Craigers took it too real because he's a tool. Yeah. Michael turns to Jan and apologizes to her. Yeah. Humbly, honestly, no jokes, no side comments, no winks at the camera, and Jan is almost taken aback by that. Yeah. And that one scene is so powerful because not only are we softening David Wallace and creating that respect and and and, and fondness for Michael. Yeah. yeah. But we're also seeing Jan Have a moment be like, oh, wow, this isn't – this is not a – He's actually got some – He likes me, but he's also willing to defend me.
0: There you go. You
1: know, and and to step Mm -hmm. up and take the the bolt so that I don't lose my job. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is what happens at the end. Yeah, you think that's why what happens
0: happens. Why she kisses him. Yeah, yeah. I also think it's it's part – I think you're right there. Yeah. And then on the other pessimistic side of it, it's part of her self-destruction. Yeah. Um, that's what I immediately thought of because she is in front of cameras, and you know maybe. And I love the end shot. Well, it's and you so see, brilliant.
1: Right before she kisses him, she looks to her right. She, yeah,
0: she looks to her right. You can tell she wants to
1: make sure no one sees.
0: Exactly, she does, doesn't want anybody to see. But she's not. Um, she's she's still. But she wouldn't even put herself that in the first place because she's gotten through it. She's yeah. through the fire. Yeah, she's she's clean. Yeah, he's finally got it. Like. She's told him a million times, you know, you're a raving lunatic. I mean, we've gone through this multiple episodes where he just does
1: not get it, and finally he does. So now is that is that her? The minute she thinks she doesn't have the guy, she snaps Shh. in the mode where she wants to Shh. show him affection. I,
0: he is wrong for her, and she knows it. And I'm, she she kind of explains
1: it. It's it's the queen and the, the princess the and the or, whatever, princess or whatever. whatever. She says it years okay, later. Wait, yeah. Right. And Michael's trying to follow. And and like, he's like, "Are you the queen or the princess? I'm both." You know? <laughs> Yeah,
0: we're getting a little peak early peek into her jan psychosis i think yeah as sweet you know as what you said is 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 true and i think it it, it enabled her to explore that side of her because yeah. she still doesn't really respect him respect him no but he did save her job yeah and he did everything that you you know so it just makes for a great ending and her look to the camera and the oh it's, it's just, just so like, great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: God. Well and, and oh, and the way that all plays out. And and then the elevator just closes. She kisses him and then he sort of stops, looks at the camera, <laughs> and does a little, little like, like head nod. Yeah. Like, or a head oh. tilt. Like, yeah. like, like, look what happened to me, guys. <laughs> and she just sees him, looks and sees the camera. I mean, it, it's so beautiful. So
0: beautiful. And you know what? The camera crew has some on Jan. Kind of makes you wonder if it, so they could have they could have blackmailed the hell out of her. Oh yeah, <laughs> Girl, like thankfully they weren't you know uh, they weren't full of malice and didn't you know take advantage of a lady in a week in a moment.
1: Well, well and, and and they they That's have just, been following her. We had the talking head with her earlier in the episode where she talks mm-hmm. about, "Am I nervous? No, I'm not nervous. This, this is just yeah, such an important presentation." And yeah. there's Michael and, like, yeah. okay, yes, I'm very nervous. <laughs> <laughs>
0: God, I, I love episodes with Jan like this. Like she really hit a, a hot streak in this episode because I mean, I mean the storyline in itself just is perfect. Yeah. But she she plays the straight, you know, straight teetering on something else, uh, straight woman.
1: Yeah. But she, yeah, she's definitely the straight woman, and and because yeah. of that, that's always been the thing in comedy is it was when you got the the the, the pairings of the goofy guy and the straight man. The straight man is often the big laugh generator because yeah. it's his reaction, his setup that right. the audience identifies with. Right. We know that the goof's going to be a goof.
0: Exactly. But it's
1: the response yes. from the straight man that can so often elicit that laughter. Exactly. So.
0: Yeah, it's sort of a filter, like, yeah. you can see yourself. And, exactly, yeah. Oh, that guy's nuts. Like, yeah. oh, so good.
1: Uh, you know, we mentioned seeing yourself, and we haven't talked a lot about our viewpoint character in the season so far, Ryan Howard, oh. who's really taking on a life of his own. But the little guy, Ryan. We do need to make a quick break okay. for a word from our sponsor. So uh, I guess we'll I'll give him some time. We'll head back to the office after just a few words from them. All right.
0: We are back. Back in black.
1: Yes. <laughs> Not really. Back in the saddle again. again. Back, back. One too. <laughs> back. I don't know. Sorry. I um. It's right. it's we talked sorry. about him as a viewpoint character, That's and he viewpoint. really was in season one. He, yeah, he We're was. We're getting away from that. We
0: are getting away from. Yeah, he's definitely um exhibiting more. His own personality. Yes. Uh, yeah. His own quirks, if you will. Yeah. Um,
1: I think by yeah. the time especially that we get to... Um, what's the one where he go takes Michael to his school? For Bus- Michael's... Business school. Business school. Yeah. By that one, by we've really got Ryan. Yes. You can't necessarily yeah. identify him or identify through him anymore. Right.
0: The only thing I could think of from season one that sort of even... No, it's not season one. Never mind. Office so Office Olympics. Yeah. So the one thing where he does, where he throws away the yogurt cup. Yeah. The yogurt cup tops. Yeah. You kind of get the feeling, you know, this guy's not sentimental. He's, you yeah. know, he's definitely he's not. Um, They're building him up to be his own guy. Building up to be his own guy, and he he uh, you know he, he's not sensitive. Like he'll, you know, there's there's little warning signs here and there of his uh, kind of maybe antagonism.
1: Yeah. I yeah, say. yeah, you know? yeah, and and here we really see it in that he, you know, he clearly doesn't want to be with Kelly. No, but he's doing the whole. He hooks up with her, and then we get oh that God. scene where he's yes. running his fingers through his hair. I hooked up with her on February 13th. Can you believe it? Yeah, <laughs> he knows the mistake he's made. Oh, oh, just
0: whoever. Oh, that scene was just done so well, and mm-hmm. and his his just frazzled expression, and his hair is perfect. Yeah, and. And and Jim, this, you know, his interactions with Kelly, I think um, they couldn't have, they couldn't have done this for too much longer because Jim wouldn't he wouldn't he couldn't have taken that yeah. But um, just their interactions leading up to this, because how he just says hey, Ke- hey Kelly how's it going she's like oh nothing much oh except yeah the most incredible thing happened yesterday mm-hmm. and 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 Ryan finally totally really hooked up and I love yeah like what we're talking about that with the quick cut I hooked up with her in February. 30. Yeah. Leave this.
1: And the the whole like oh but now I have a boyfriend. <laughs> Her little scheming just yeah. I don't know if it's scheming is, it's just just relief. And then <laughs> even know. by the end when when clearly Ryan's made it clear he's it's not like, interested yeah, and she's know. like, "Oh, I just wish he was interested." She's yeah, like, but he's not. But he's not. He just yeah. going to move yeah. on. She keeps and she keeps saying that, "God, it would be so great if we were together." Okay. Oh, yeah. So she just has these these visions of just how perfect life is going to be. When, yeah. You know. When she asks him out for Valentine's she's like, oh, I'd love it if we could just date forever. Never, never, and then, you know, he comes in and she asks him out. And yeah. that response from Jim, the, oh, no, not while I'm here. <laughs> oh, so,
0: so, I hadn't seen a kind of a TV show that could do something like that. Yeah. Um, kind of that very awkward in the moment like please don't do this in front of me especially in front of cameras and just that
1: delivery the <laughs> way the camera the way the mics pick him up he, mm-hmm. he's like saying it you can tell it's like, it's barely audible exactly
0: well <laughs> he's already he's always been back he, wait We've already been through the episode where he's going back and forth like, oh, are you interested? Yeah, or,
1: yeah. well, what do you think? I like yeah, a girl with a little yeah, bit of uh, yeah, junk. No, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look to the camera.
0: Uh, and and, and he, he's basically sort of getting in between it in a little bit of a way again, even yeah. though Ryan's trying to make it abundantly clear because he's just going to that area just to get soda, Yeah. yeah pretty much. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he already had... You know, he plays it off pretty easy. You know, you already had uh, had plans with my friends. Plans with my friends. Okay.
1: But I I hear you. Here's the thing, though. What I love about that, too, is there's that balance there because Jim has plans with his friends. (laughs) And we see at least the one example of how the friends keep having to cancel oh, because right. it's Valentine's Day. Oh right. We see Jim on the phone. So so like even Ryan's oh, right. excuse, it's like as the viewer, we're like, now wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, you know? of
0: course. Of oh, course. So.
1: And who hasn't been there when we when I've been single and you have a lot of your friends are out on Valentine's Day and they're doing their thing? Like okay, so I guess this is just my day to chill. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's that's, your tax-free day, Hilton. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's the way I kinda of look at it. Uh yeah. Whatever that makes me, I don't
1: care. But yeah, yeah well. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta look on the bright side of things. It's all good. But well, he, well, and that's one of the beautiful things about this episode is that underlying connection that we can all feel to this holiday, whether it's sure. as the boyfriend who lets the girlfriend down, whether it's as the, yes. the boyfriend who does great, yes. as Phyllis who, would say her boyfriend did. Who
0: goes way the hell overboard and yeah. makes everybody else pissed.
1: As the single guy looking for just something else to do. Dude. You know, yeah. as for people trying not to be in a relationship that day, people yeah. trying to be in a relationship that day. Right,
0: and it feels, yeah, it feels very real. Like, we get a lot of uh, scope, different you know, perspectives on the holiday. Yeah.
1: You know, you can see why, the uh, the Christmas episodes did so well. You can see why mm-hmm. seven, maybe eight seasons, seven seasons. in I think they finally bust out a St. Patrick's day episode. It's true. Cause the writers yeah. are seeing how yeah. the, the holidays give us these points that we can all relate to. That's a good point. That's a know? great point. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cause, cause we've all, we've all, we experienced them every year. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it sounds obvious and like, but, but really, um, to see these people being filmed by, you know, real-life documentarians, mm-hmm. um, seeing what they do. And you do stuff at your office. Um, yeah. You know, you, you, people do give cards and, and candy and, and stuff. And you get overshadowed by someone else. Exactly. More, I see you – know? I, I work with multiple women who get different presents yeah. at their desks. And none of them like what Phyllis got. No. I mean, that just doesn't – I mean, that's just a funny take. Yeah. Uh, and Bob Vance getting his name out there. Yeah. You know, does he really love Phyllis? Does he really just want his name out there? Probably both. We, right, you knowing know.
1: what we know now, it's both. Yeah, but I mean, those <laughs> gifts are great—the giant teddy bear.
0: Oh man, that makes for one of
1: the it, best scenes towards the does. end of the episode. Everybody
0: always laughs at that at that scene um, when we finally get to see. Actually, was that the first time we seen one of the Vance Refrigeration dudes come up?
1: I think maybe. Yeah, I think we see it the, might the guy be. with the dark hair. The
0: dark hair. Yeah, the guy that Michael tries to, to buy, buy, uh, buy some weed, weed from later ends on. Ends buy some Caprese salad. Caprese salad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah with the uh, and Kevin's classic quote: "That thing's bigger than I am." Yeah. His other classic retort: "No, it's no, not. No, it's not. Oh, <laughs> <I'll> zip it." <laughs> yeah, we got to see all those little ins and outs, and 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 we people can identify with that. Yeah. And yeah. Oh God, I can only imagine seeing like one of my co-workers getting like 10 you know like six. when did you count six gifts
1: yeah i think i i counted six gifts over five deliveries from bob vance it's,
0: and you know what and in the end it's, it doesn't work too well out doesn't work too well for phyllis in the end honestly uh, yeah. having to carry that bear oh yeah out looking like the hunchback of notre dame
1: <laughs> completely overburdened by it so.
0: <laughs> overburdened by the bear yeah overbearing
1: and that's one of those gifts, too. Like, you go home. Like, unless you happen to be a passionate stuffed animal collector, you do not want a giant stuffed bear in your home.
0: There's an interesting person. Yeah. If you're an adult and a passion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah give it to a kid.
1: I say that looking at the comic books and action figures I have hanging on the wall in my the room. The irony is not lost
0: on us, It's not both. lost on us.
1: Everyone's got their thing, right, folks?
0: We all got our thing. It's all good.
1: And, uh, you know... <laughs> Uh, one person who did also get a gift, who we see, of course, is Oscar Martinez.
0: The lovely Oscar Martinez reads the uh, card immediately, the lovely... pockets it. <laughs> we, we...
1: <laughs> says it's no, from never his mom. That
0: really, you're right. Yeah. Immediately pockets it. You know, because that's what you do when you get a card from your mom.
1: And we, 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 we know Oscar's gay because we already had Dwight catching him. Yes. Uh, him and Gil. Yes. Uh, so, but we really, we're still keeping it. He uh... still doesn't know.
0: Yeah. But he did catch them.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he didn't know he caught him. Yeah, uh, we, we're, we're all in on it though. At but... this point. But we still have Oscar, who's still he clearly he got those from Gil. Clearly, and uh, he's oh, hiding yeah. that, hiding
0: that, and 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 uh, and you know, he, and he had to because who was the one who asked who who it was from? It was Angela. Yeah, who isn't the most gay friendly person yeah. that you've ever met we in your life. We know she's not going to be okay you, with. You that. know, we're not. But in that same scene, you do get to see her little look of longing. Mm-hmm. Maybe the only time you ever see the look of longing on her face. Definitely in this season, I know that much. Yeah. Um. But we know that Dwight's still got to be on the case yep. at that point. I don't know if it's before or after his little talk with Pam. Maybe, Maybe that's leading into his talk with Pam. Yeah, he knows what to do. But yeah, we do. Yeah, we get to see his. Uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, Kevin doesn't have anything happen to him. Maybe he does actually in like deleted scenes. Oh yeah, I need to start watching these deleted scenes more. To That's see.
1: true. See, maybe if Stacy sent him something. Stacy,
0: yeah, yeah, something. What happened with Creed? Does Creed celebrate Valentine's Day?
1: I don't know. Yeah, probably with murder. With I feel murder, like he celebrates with, most like holidays with murder.
0: In, skins with his closet. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Is that out?
1: Do you oh, so, Somewhere he's uh, killing William Charles Schneider
0: <laughs> for the good of Valentine's Day. Or <laughs> whatever. Whatever yeah, it is <laughs> oh boy but we also have um the one the one valentine's day couple that doesn't get together is jim and pam yeah uh, well, not, good, not, not good. much interaction between them no it's really not it's only um this is the i think this might be the most like like, like jim doesn't really show any He's too busy being happy single on Valentine's Day or something. Because him and Katie are broken up. And, yeah, him and Katie. So, hey, he doesn't have to worry about it. Pam, in the meantime, is having the worst Valentine's Day of her life just about. Well, maybe not the worst, but one of them.
1: Well, and remember, and, she sets up in the beginning how much she likes Valentine's Day in the office, mentioning one of Jim's cards. That's
0: right. I, I, yeah. I don't... Yeah. The one... Uh, it was It was a Dwight? Yeah, White something to do
1: with a picture of Dwight that Horrifying was awful and hilarious. And
0: hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, and they don't really have any interaction much. No. The, but
1: at the end of the episode, we do get that Jim saying goodnight, Beasley. Oh, and yeah. happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's and Day. And she doesn't really react. You don't get no. a smile out of her or anything. She's... No, it's
0: it's more of like, it's almost desperation. Yeah. She has that longing, desperation looking at, I can think of at least three scenes right now. Mm-hmm. Um, because the. Roy, I mean, maybe it's just more intense around holidays, like we were saying, and yeah. Valentine's Day. But
1: and I think it is. I think when you, the,
0: yeah, seeing the other side of the coin, it's really coming clear to her, like, wow, like, what am I missing out on, or you know, yeah. what am I doing? Yeah, like, who who am I with? Why am I with this guy? Yeah, and, and, and maybe it's just that much more intense. Even you know, even though oh, you I know, bet. we I, I, mean, I bet to, it is to a point. You know, we can defend Roy because you know it's you know, like we like we were saying before. It's well, not, and it's not even a defense. It's, it's more a defense, of an. It's I It's an, an acknowledgement. You know, yeah. I get it. I've yeah, been there. You good know,
1: because you know, I've been someone who's succeeded at the holidays with with someone else, and yeah. I'm
0: someone who's dropped the ball bad. Exactly, and, and that's life too. I yeah. mean, not everybody hits it out of the park every exactly.
1: year. It's not know. a judgment call. I mean, but but yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, but
1: you gotta. There's a lesson there for people who are in relationships about when she says, don't do anything big, Mm. you better do something small, (laughs) do something small guys and make sure it's a good kind of small. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like she's, I mean, shit, Dwight copied a key, you know, (laughs) Dwight went to Home Depot and said, I need a copy of this. Yeah. It didn't take much. And then wrapped it in tissue paper. What's that? Like
0: 75 cents. Yeah. A minute, uh, a a buck and a half. A buck and a half. I don't know.
1: Yeah. It's the gesture, (laughs) y'all. Exactly. Shut up. Shut up. I get it. Yeah. exactly. (laughs) It's not like a ham yeah no it's such like a ham no not like a ham i love that line <laughs> no
0: <laughs> I, I i think i read elsewhere like they improv like several other things yeah <laughs> i would love to see those outtakes uh-huh. whatever. but her deadpan is so... kudos to jenna fisher on that scene because i would have just lost it
1: yeah same with jim when he's whispering then not while i'm here like they're they're delivering this episode is stellar yeah it's stellar yeah. and it's very natural yeah it comes off yeah. yeah and and that's part of it too is is we're really building this idea that we're seeing into people's lives you know this mm-hmm. is not actors acting out of character and they do a great job with that in this they do. episode.
0: they do on both sides i think um you know as as, as kind of asinine maybe is them going to a big meeting yeah, and um, and all the th- all the shenanigans that happen with along with it, but it's Michael mm-hmm. who still can't keep a secret. By the way, oh yeah, this is just another. This is a perfect example.
1: Can't keep a secret. Can't even get a secret straight. I mean, he's telling <laughs> everyone he slept with Jan. He didn't sleep with Jan. <laughs> Technically, they slept They're in the, the same, same bed.
0: bed. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he, he 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 had to wait what what how many years for sex? Like mm-hmm. twenty, what something thirty, maybe ten, and then another, 10, 15, 15, another fifteen or whatever, it was. Yeah, or yeah. whatever it was. So he's not. He's not... Uh, he's taking what he can get at this point. Exactly. But yes. But yes, he can't uh, can't keep that straight. And his asinine is this episode... And I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode has heart. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Really... Not, not just the faces of Scranton.
1: Well, yeah. That's I mean, another
0: version of it.
1: And I think that's one of the things, is this really shines. This might be one of the best episodes of the season. I think it's one of the best episodes
0: ever. Really? Personally,
1: for me, yeah. it, it hits
0: all... It scratches me all in the right places. <laughs> I... I for lack of a better example. No, this has... I've am I can. I've watched this now for at least 50 times. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And it still cracks me up every time. Every time I see the words, a Michael Scott joint come on that screen,
1: <laughs> I fucking lose it. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, still the, great. The Craigers. This guy's been kicked out of every strip club in Albany. He's guilty. <laughs> <you know>? Guilty. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: And paper managers apparently can't talk small talk amongst themselves because there's nothing
1: to talk about, yeah. I guess. I guess we could just catch up and, and that's it. Catch you up. Know?
0: I don't know. Oh, I will say. Uh, was yeah? I think we did say it was the first, first glimpse of Josh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think
1: it is our first time. Yeah, to meet and Josh we get to Porter. see
0: how perfect he is. Yeah, and how uh, you know he's. Oh, that's great, you, you yeah. Hooked, you hooked up with Jan. He actually has some pretty subtle great moments. Well, and it's his look of uncomfortableness right when Jan looks right at Michael. Oh, he, like, lets out his little sigh. Worming as hell. You know, Michael, aint he's just looking straight ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, but Josh is right there in the middle of it. You yeah. can see, you know, when they're promoting, when eventually they get to where they get in the later season, Uh, you know, when they make Josh a number one. Yeah. You, you understand why. Yeah. And you'll see more of him later, obviously.
1: We yeah, next this. season of course yeah. where we'll get development from him.
0: But this is sort of a good opening.
1: But even here, like when, when Michael spills the beans to the other managers and Josh yeah. is the one to be like, Let's change the subject. Yeah, he, you know he, Right
0: Yeah, he let's remain professional here. Yeah. You know, yeah, he, he actually yeah, he actually, you know, you can see why.
1: Yeah. You he, can see why. He's definitely navigating around these problems the best he can, you know. <laughs> as crazy as they are. But he'll prove to be a completely self-serving character, yeah. you know. He's
0: even worse than uh, Craig even, maybe. I don't know. Maybe on a similar level. You know, sounds like know. a better
1: manager, but definitely someone yeah. who's just as self-serving. Just self-serving. Yeah, yeah. It's a cut.
0: It's a cutthroat business, this paper industry. Right. And, uh, you know, when you see that opportunity with Staples, you got to go for it.
1: Well, and they really are, you know. And we touched on this already a little bit, but we're, we're really talking with the introduction of the CFO that we're really focused focusing on the fact that this is a business. They're not shying away from the fact that Michael is a manager of a larger company yep. that has many moving parts, yep. uh, has regional management in the form of Jan has a, a chief yep. financial officer. Yep. Uh,
0: and, and this does, and this does, uh, this goes back into the downsizing yeah. uh oh, absolutely because this is a you know an examination of their where
1: they are uh, financially well and that's sort of the the, the feet to the fire they put craggers through yeah which gets him to have his little comment about well michael showed the stupid movie <laughs> yeah because <laughs> he's tra- trying to save his ass from downsizing <laughs>
0: exactly and and he's and, but he still has the numbers yeah so i mean i don't know how irresponsible we can be if i was craig's you know underlings i'd be pissed off as all can be, because oh, that's yeah. the first thing that, the first, you know, right out, right before uh, Michael with his forget about it, it's, yeah. it's Oscar saying the most important thing you can do is yeah. make a good showing with our new CFO.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so everyone, yeah. They're, they're really setting it up in those early moments, that this is a Michael under the gun, this is a business meeting, Yeah, not goofy movie quote Michael even no. though he quotes Airplane in in, yeah. in, in Jan's yeah. office. He has,
0: and it's, I think it's like my favorite kind of Michael character. Yeah. And we're going to contrast this when we talk about Dwight's speech next. Yeah. Because that's that's not my favorite kind of Michael. I mean, they, there was yeah. a lot of, obviously there's a, def, a bunch of different sides. It's almost like you go episode by episode and you're examining it, you see a different Michael in each one mm-hmm. or a more pronounced Michael in each one. Yeah. He still has his, general generalities and, and and inappropriateness and all
1: that kind of oh, thing sure. but he
0: definitely has his moods i well, mean maybe it's just the moods i don't know maybe but but, but i mean we, we see
1: it. we saw the, the 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 desperate selfish michael of the injury right you know we we right, saw the right. we saw michael's racism come out right you know we, we've seen so much we've of seen,
0: him yeah and, like on the boat when he's trying to be you know oh, yeah, the, inspiring they, he's in, trying to be positive yeah and, you know but while well, still being you know inappropriate at times but mm-hmm. you know it's a lighter side yeah you know
1: so, but yeah. here we're under the business fire, you know, yep, we're under business the business guard, so. and he actually can with, with, uh, withstand, withstand it. it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely can.
0: So he's not going to get fired yet. No, not yet.
1: And no, no, and uh, even I mean to, to pull out of either. the embarrassment of what he did to Jan, and and to to, to save himself to not only to the CFO, mm-hmm. uh, but then to earn Jan's. Misguided respect. Re- self destructive respect. Or,
0: let, let alone, res- you know, respect still. Yeah. You know, he's a very good hockey player. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, yeah. she,
0: she, fi- she finds, she no, that's the, uh, that's the trial, or they have the mediation. Yeah. That's later on when she's trying to describe good things about Michael. Mm-hmm. You know, she has her times, but, uh, great, oh, great, 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 great episode. Really found, is. Uh,
1: Anything, uh, we're missing that you wanted I, I, to touch I on? Really, you know,
0: I'm not. Just, I mean, I guess we could have talked a little more about, I love everybody, in the faces of Scranton, it's just a great thing. I yeah. love everybody's reactions to, just seeing seeing the video and seeing their reactions to him and knowing how, knowing each relationship, you really get to see like, a, you know, they show Roy and he's like waving, waving him, out him, out him the off, the yeah. you know? and then Stanley's eyes just, <laughs> just so irritated. <laughs> and just kind of, he doesn't even move his head, he just moves his eyes to the side, like what the hell are you doing? And and,
1: And we've heard him say, "Like, why are you bothering me when I'm on the phone? phone. And and Pam's just look of
0: resigned, just, oh my God, here he is again. Like, Mm -hmm. why do I have to deal? And then, you know,
1: Jim's just waving him by, like, hey. And then Dwight with his thumbs up, just, Uh hey. And he, he's getting people to wave. You see later, he gets a couple of the office uh, warehouse yeah. guys to wave. He he wave. Gets he get, Kelly and Ryan together. Uh, Kelly wave. and Ryan
0: together. It's perfect. He's just looking uncomfortable and she's mm. overly happy. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know, it kind of, uh, you know, business is much more. And this is a common theme throughout this show. That's what he says. Mm. It's not just charts and graphs and reports. Yeah. You know, and there, so there is a poignant, albeit hilarious and asinine thing, but it, it, it's furthering his love of his family. Yeah.
1: Well, he yeah you know? yeah, and that's really what it is. Is yeah. we're showing how he he thinks of this as his family. It
0: is. It's like home movies. Yeah, you know, and 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 uh, that's 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 more important to him than yeah than, than obviously yes. Numbers. But he's anyway, got it. There's a lot more things that are important to him than numbers. Period. But yeah. that is um that's something he wants to showcase for everybody. And yeah. thank God he did.
1: But he's got that stuff ready, <laughs> which is why, as bad as he is. As clueless as he is, he does get to keep that job.
0: And day, and I love David's reaction. Just, yeah. Okay, Michael, that was great. That was great. You know, he, he, he doesn't just berate, berate him right there. Because yeah, that's not who he is. There's no
1: Michael's stupid movie yeah, like Craigers no, exactly, calls it. Exactly.
0: Like, you know, another CFO might have been like, who is this moron? Get him out of here. Yeah. But, you know, we get to see pretty early. I think we, you talked about this earlier. You know, we get to see it, David Wallace's, you know, how he laughs at Michael's joke. Yeah. And, you know. But there's always a little like, because because this is the first episode, like we said, and you don't know how he's going to react. So to see him sort of being tolerant, mm-hmm. you know, as long as he has the numbers, it's good. Yeah, and okay. that's sort of the cornerstone of their relationship, like you were talking
1: about. Yeah, and yeah. and and David truly does come to appreciate that unconventional approach that Michael has. That's why yeah. he brings him down to talk that one day yeah. in here in like yeah. two three seasons. They you kind know? Of, they
0: really they really created sort of a, a a corporate you know manager who could you could sort of believe would tolerate yeah michael's antics
1: yeah well and and that relationship that that we'll see between the two of them i love that oh i do too throughout the run of the show yeah. david wallace is becomes one of my favorite characters in yeah. the show
0: it's great yeah now and later on we, he gets to shoot hoops with jim and mm-hmm. he, he's not just a stick in the you know he's oh, not definitely just, he's not. not a corporate suit no you know, he's not just some guy like that i mean he kind of loses his mind later on we'll get yeah. to that but yeah. Yeah. it was not,
1: <laughs> but then gets it <laughs> that's back. a great
0: then he gets it back yeah. that's true he does have redemption And uh, that was kind of a funny, uh, you know, left turn, suck it. Thing. that was funny like yeah. I, I'm glad they kind of oh I was watching made a chance with that
1: I actually watched Valentine's Day over the weekend with a friend and, and one comment she made was like oh man when he gets to suck it he just loses his mind like, yeah he does
0: <laughs> and he's walking toward Michael as he's back I don't know oh, who that guy yeah, is who that, I came <laughs> here to see David Walsh that is not David, David Wallace. Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> and whoever thought we'd ever see that with Michael and this guy uh-huh. so they really go places eventually here in yeah. this little show
1: and then of course even long after Michael's gone we get David Walsh to come back in the last season and he really becomes a saving grace for the office helps get andy back in his role and eventually gives the job to dwight
0: so So, yeah he's he's in it for the the long
1: haul after this hell you really want to play the long game when looking far ahead to season nine spoilers if you're not there yet too bad um Um, earmuffs when, when david wallace gives the job to dwight this is a man who has been taught to look outside of the conventional definition of manager yeah. Because he saw the successes yeah. from Michael. Right. So, True. who is in a better position to finally turn to Dwight and say, you know what? You're weird as shit. Yeah. But this works. This work. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. There you go. So, especially he has that conversation with Ira before he gives him the job. And Ira's was just like, I've never met a man more passionate or whatever right. it was. Right.
0: right. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So, that it could, it would be plausible from that standpoint.
1: Yeah. So, it's, uh, yeah. It's great. So yeah, it's good shit. Andy Buckley this. is the actor that plays David Wallace. Kudos to you, Andy. Kudos, great, Kudos, great role. Sir. And uh, you know, feel free to come on the podcast anytime. anytime. Uh, one anytime. after we've had Tina Fey, you know, <laughs> after that, so we'll slot you in, and then we'll have Creed. Yeah, yeah exactly. William Charles. Schneider.
0: That's coming up uh, yeah. next month, by the way. It Go.
1: is. I forgot we're going to that. That's awesome. Yeah, don't forget, guys. If you're in the Tulsa area, uh, Creed is coming to Tulsa. He's gonna be playing the Vanguard on June sixth. Sh- I believe it's
0: sixth. June sixth. June 6th. Yep. Uh, yep. So
1: come out and enjoy some great music. Maybe he'll play his version of the Office theme song. Just um, maybe we'll be there so come say hi please do uh, any other thoughts about the episode before we wrap it up
0: god, i just i just love this episode that's all i that's all i can say about it it, yeah. it hits like i said it scratches me all in the right places and um i think it's it might be my favorite episode of this season god that's close with casino night i don't know right clay it's up there yeah and definitely in my top 10 top 5 top 10 for sure. Yeah. show uh, just everything works it right. all works Space of scranton just my, my heart melted.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, well, we see just so much insight into who these characters are. And even yeah. though we don't get stuff like a ton of Jim and Pam development, no. we see so much in the rest of the, the cast. You Damn. know why when it came time to lose Steve Carell, they were like, this is become an ensemble cast.
0: Yeah. They knew they could still make it work completely. You mm-hmm. take them out of a ca- equation of yeah. the office itself yeah, and they can still make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and make it great. Yeah. But, so, so. Yeah. So awesome. Wonderful beautiful episode
1: all right man well ladies and nice. gentlemen thank you guys so much for joining us today uh we have been glad to have you we hope you enjoyed this little trip through valentine's day at dunder mifflin Aww. um on behalf of my co-host brian it's been wonderful it's been good to see you great to see you too man do it again good next to be back. week yeah all right I'll show. well guys my name is hilton price and next week blood alone moves the wheels of history